I need to remember how we start this podcast. It's been a hot minute. I forgot. Hello, part timer. Oh, here we go. Okay, I was like, I haven't heard that. Did you? <laughs> In case I ever have to host. That's really funny. Do you want to host? <laughs> no. Like, uh, uh-uh, uh. This was an emergency. He was like, no, no. These notes are mostly for you, not me. <laughs> okay. Welcome back, part-timers. This is the Part-Time Yetis, an unofficial Disney podcast. Roll call. Jedi Tiff here. And I'm Sorcerer Patty. And I'm Skipper Kira. Before we dive into our spooky little Halloween-ish episode, I'm going to pass it to Patty for some Disney download. And here are some of the biggest Disney news items this week. Magic fans are making its way to Disneyland this year, finally. I don't know why it took this long. <laughs> <laughs> it's been in talks for at least, I want to say, three years. Like, when Definitely did Disney more. World get theirs? They've had it for a long time, right? A very mm-hmm. long time. So I'm just like, why take so long to do it at Disneyland? You only have two parks here. It's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't you want more money? Right? Well, not that they're making people pay probably. for them. Yeah, they used to be free. Yeah. Womp womp. They got us good. I mean, I'll probably buy those. I mean, I probably will buy one too. Let's be real. (laughs) Suckers. With just one, though. I mean, it starts off with one and then they keep releasing exclusive. (laughs) You're just like, I need that one too. Kind of like the ears and the spirit jerseys and all the other merch that we buy. True story. Kira knows. She just bought one for a shameless amount. I was so anti-spirit jerseys for... The longest time I felt like I was holding out, it was going to be a phase that quickly, you know, a fad that passed and then I got hooked and they're still coming out with new ones. I don't know how that's still happening. They just know how to milk their money, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they know. Disney's good at that. Also, welcome to the dark side. <laughs> I have like six or seven spirit jerseys. I wear one. Oh. <laughs> it's so classic. difficult in California. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's true. One of us, one of us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so a sad face. I guess we can't have our Christmas jaunt together because Marius Knights will not be returning to the Disneyland Resort this year. So upsetting. I actually was going to, I honestly was thinking about going. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I definitely would have gone this year, you know, after hearing your experience at the last one. Yeah. I wonder, you know, maybe next year. I just think it's weird that they're not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I am very curious what the reasoning is. Because they did Oogie Boogie, so right. why all of a sudden for Christmas you just don't want to do it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning was. I don't think they did. I don't think I got a, a survey about it. Mm. I feel like they usually do some sort of survey. Yeah, I feel like I always get those emails. I'm just like, how'd you, how'd you get my email? <laughs> Maybe know they the just park? felt like they were, they had too much going on this year, you know, with reimagining Toontown, they've got um, the new Avengers ride that they need to consider and a lot of new character appearances that have started being rolled out. Mm, maybe. I don't know. I'm just giving Disney excuses. Way to ruin Christmas, <laughs> Disney. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did see that the holidays are starting November 11th somewhere. Is it really that usually that early? Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. It's like literally right yeah, mid-November. Out, mm-hmm. Like right before mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh well, I mean, I'll still go to the park because let's be real, I just love me some Christmas time. Right. 
love Christmas. We definitely have to go to Disney's for Christmas together. Yes, please. A- I want to sip a hot chocolate strolling down Main Street yes. whenever it gets cold here. And if it's too hot, I'll still have a make my mocha. Oh my gosh. Wow, you got that on your first try too. I did, I did. I really thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking right at Kira. I was like, I do it, did Don't I mess do it? Up. You were concentrating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Maybe so good. Find a peppermint mocha. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I did just see that Smoke Jumpers Grill in DCA has a mint shake. I think that's literally the name of it, um, specifically for Halloween time this month. And it looks as green as like the shamrock shake from McDonald's, but it's got a bunch of extras on top. It's very, um, what's that place? Black Tap mm-hmm. on uh, downtown Disney that has all of the cakes and whatnot on top. Oh, Jesus, that sounds like um, a lot. Crazy milkshakes. Yeah, this yeah. has like a slice of cake I think like a cookie or some sprinkles or something and like uh googly eyes because it's supposed to be you know Halloween-esque or whatever Mm. but but it's not called on the menu it's not called anything having to do with Halloween it's literally just called the mint shake I mean all the effort went into putting that (laughs) assembling that milkshake they're like (laughs) we don't need a name (laughs) right (laughs) so just be like Halloween shake yeah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> holiday. Yeah, holiday shake. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, here there you, you go. go. <laughs> Enjoy love it. it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> and Epcot is currently celebrating its 40th anniversary. Happy Dang. birthday, Epcot. Happy birthday. 40 years. That's a, that's crazy. Yeah. That's just slightly older than myself. That oh. is pretty nuts. <laughs> I, mean, I know. Dang, I was hush, like, hush. none of us, none of us aged you, but you did. <laughs> I came out. I said it. I I claimed it. Any other Disney download for us to talk about before we hit up our lovely Halloween episode? Oh, one more that Skipper Kira told me well, about. <laughs> I, I did hear that for those that renewed their Disney Plus subscriptions, there was a select you um that got contacted by disney and said like hey go here to um request your disney dropbox and essentially they got sent like a a box kit that was a whole bunch of little goodies that all had to do with um disney plus series and originals um that the bulk of us did not receive. (laughs) And from what I heard, none of the D23 founding members, such as ourselves, Tiffany, (laughs) um, the ones that signed up for those three-year subscriptions um, nearly three years ago, uh, none of us got those Disney drop boxes. But a little birdie tells me that there's something in the works at Disney um, because at D23 Expo, they didn't give us any sort of opportunity to renew our subscriptions or get any sort of other deal like we did when we initially signed up. So hopefully we're also going to get an opportunity to get a Disney Dropbox or some sort of other little goodie. Otherwise, we're just stuck with our founding pins that we got three years ago. I don't like that. 
But also, <laughs> they, literally, they literally moved Disney Plus Day to D23 weekend. So it's just like, wouldn't that be, have been your opportunity to do some sort of stunt like that? So I mean, you would for think. a marketing ploy that they did, they did not initiate it pretty well, like strategically. I completely, 100%, absolutely agree. Uh, wow, it's, wow. Like, it's like they really tried, but they completely missed it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, wouldn't you be concerned too that the majority of your subscribers who joined three years ago, they're all going to have their subscriptions lap in another month or two. Yeah. And you don't know if they're going to re-up, especially now that they've released the new, uh, they're coming out with the new ad tier subscriptions that you can choose from. Um, mm -hmm. And the per month cost is going up. And, you know, we were so excited just about the deal that we got for paying three years up front. And it was um, the per month cost was like much lower much because cheaper, of yeah. that. So I don't know. Well, it's yet to be seen in a couple of months what goes down. Hopefully we hear soon. <sighs> well, you know, another upsetting but entertaining thing of Disney. <laughs> On Speaking that sad, of anniversaries, <laughs> though, you guys, it's our one-year anniversary oh. of being part-time Yetis. Crazy. What was the birthday cake? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's on the mint shake. I'll, oh. I'll, I'll send that over to you <laughs> straight away. Great, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> Ten swarmas for you, Kira. Nice. Oh, man. Well, on that happy note, instead of a sad one, <laughs> I guess we're going to move on to basically our topics for today's episode, which are going to be, one, we're going to basically give our hot takes about Hocus Pocus 2. Uh, whether or not we like it or not and it seems like we're very divided <laughs> um kira and i will do a little recap about our excursion to d23 even though that was a little, a little while ago but we basically took a little hiatus because life got busy for all of us <laughs> so let's dive into it since it is spooky season what did you, did you guys think about hocus pocus 2 i know kira's opinion is very different from mine and patty's so maybe we'll let Kira start off. <laughs> Say your piece. Yeah. The dissenting opinion in this Yeti group today. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I, you know, I kind of went in knowing what to expect and I think it delivered. I mean, you're never going to beat the original, but I still liked it. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> Patty, what did you think? <laughs> so overall, I thought it was meh. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I didn't dislike it as much as you did, I don't think. <laughs> but I definitely don't have the urge to watch it again. I agree uh, with that. I was rolling my eyes quite a bit. <laughs> Here's what I did like. I like that they brought back the three Sanderson sisters and they pretty much look the same, which a beauty of magic or uh, movie magic but also these women are beautiful yeah um crazy beautiful they, yeah wickedly insane. beautiful <laughs> magically beautiful oh boy <laughs> there were some funny moments in the movie like when they went to the drugstore and were basically eating cosmetics uh, <laughs> oh yeah spoiler alert you guys we're definitely going to go into details oh yeah about there's this definitely movie. some spoilers up in here that's like fine lots of nothing them. can spoil this movie 
I already <laughs> spoiled it. <myself. laughs> oh my gosh. Seriously, though, the makeup aisle like scene, I thought that was so funny. I was dying. It, yeah. I mean, not like the kids that got <laughs> chopped up and put into oils, but. <laughs> oh, we went, we went there. Oh, <laughs> oh, we're there. Oh. We're there. Yeah, I didn't um, mind. That part wasn't the worst part. <laughs> <laughs> she concedes. I was like, I did enjoy that part, but I think that was literally maybe the only thing I thought was funny. Yeah, that, or was, entertaining. that was a good part. Also, I was watching it with like captions. I don't know if you guys noticed this or watched it with captions. When Mary walks in, I was like, what is that about? She literally farts walking through that Walgreens. Like, no, what? Yeah, if yeah, you watch that Mary scene, farts. yeah, it literally says she farts. Like, you should watch that scene with captions. Just them walking through the door. I totally missed that because I guess because I was so focused on actually thinking in that moment like it would be really funny if the door did not open for her just oh. because it opened for Winifred and you know the the main characters and stuff and I thought it would be hilarious if she got to it and that's when it just closes on her and she's like hey you know but I was thinking about that in my own head and obviously not paying attention to what was going on in the actual scene nope she she farts <laughs> I don't know why it was um so random also, yeah but also love that they addressed the whole what's the virgin thing oh jesus I, I rewatched hocus pocus recently with my boyfriend and one of the biggest thing one of the biggest takeaways for me was like uh he kept calling himself out yeah as a <laughs> yeah which and seems like, unreal right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Huh. cool good for you bro right <laughs> yeah when when he goes up to the the cop uh well the guy oh yeah up is the cop on Halloween yeah, on the motorcycle <laughs> and and she's like the sister's like yeah he, he's a virgin and he lit the candle and he, he the cop pulls him aside he's like is that true <laughs> are you a virgin <laughs> it's like yeah yeah <sighs> Uh, I, I watched them back to back the original and okay I needed that refresher and just to get in the mood and to kind of see how the two movies related to each other no <laughs> not it not I, it just, I can't that movie uh, I guess how do I put this Hocus Pocus the original felt more like you know a movie produced by Disney right mm-hmm. Hocus Pocus 2 felt like a Disney Channel original movie and I didn't like that. It it was very Disney Channel, like the way that they were acting and how like over the top like they are. And I'm just like, I didn't like that at all. It just felt like they were trying too hard. It felt like a really bad freeform movie. I mean, that's pretty much how it felt. The whole setup in the beginning with the younger kids made no sense to me besides like the Reverend looks the same and it's basically the voice of Forky. So God knows I just wanted to watch Toy Story 4 the whole time. <laughs> So that drove me crazy. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's Forky. So I mean, th- that whole thing just made no sense. And then like the whole buildup of that, like it led to nothing really because I thought eventually he'd be the villain or something, but he just wanted a caramel apple that he never got. And I'm just like, what was the point of him at all? Mm-hmm. Kind of it, disappointing. It, it just, I, I just I that can't. part fell flat. Yeah, 
no I get that because I thought I thought that too that it's definitely directed more towards the freeform viewers yeah for sure even one of the kids in there is like the main guy in Cruel Summer so oh yeah it's like yeah I was kind of just like oh this is meant to be on freeform's 31 nights of Halloween I honestly wished it was instead of Disney plus I don't know why it just felt like Disney plus has better content in a sense I guess but I don't know there's just something about it and I just felt like yeah the sisters came back and they were definitely my favorite part and the only reason I watched it but mm-hmm. it almost felt like they only used them as a marketing like ploy for this movie it, it just like what was the point of them honestly they just yeah. sang they did some funny things and that was it and I was just like I don't understand like two of them exploded and like people are crying about it. I'm just like I don't <laughs> I don't get it like nothing about this head I had no emotional attachment to it at any point but if it happened in the first movie I would have been upset (laughs) right yeah they didn't even really seem like they cared for each other like they did yeah really like you don't they didn't build it up or at least show a little bit more to give you that like connection with the sisters (laughs) yeah they blew up who cares yeah I think that's what also is really upsetting is just like the first movie you really liked it because the three were so quirky and anything they did was like super entertaining and like that you could tell that they were having a really good time like Sarah Jessica Parker's character was really derpy but in this movie it's just like I can't tell if it's because she's just old and can't do it anymore but it's just like she was so stiff and then it, it even bothered me that um I forgot the character with the the lip thing Mary yeah Mary her lip thing did you notice like in the first movie it's on the right side but in this movie it's on the left side but then it keeps switching and their mm-hmm. only justification is that Winnie slaps her and her lip changes and sticks. And then when it's slapped again, it switches over. I'm just like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like continuity issues. Actually. And I was just like, come on. I was like, the first movie, you made that choice. You decided like my character is going to have this quirk. And I'm going to stick with it for this whole movie. 30 years later, that's fine. You can't do it. But I was like, just pick a side. I don't know why you have to keep switching it. And it's not like you're like... I'm sure you could have taken breaks. Like those scenes are not that long for you to do that. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't like it. And then like, <laughs> oh my God, you're so funny. And, and then like, can we talk about the scene where the two, like these two randos are watching Hocus Pocus in the movie? That was way too meta for me. And I was just like, mm-hmm. that's kind of stupid. And I was just like, I get it. They're playing a tribute to those two like actors. Totally makes sense. But couldn't they have done it a different way? I was like, if they're gonna watch a movie it should be like Halloween Town or like a different Disney movie but like you're watching Hocus Pocus in Hocus Pocus 2. Yeah what I guess the but there were parts that I did think it was kind of funny because it was laughing at itself because it's like oh this happened 29 years ago or something and I'm, <laughs> I'm like oh yes it did. <laughs> I just I couldn't I was yeah. like that black candle lit candle looked so awkward Ugh. i didn't understand it why, why is there like 50 of them weird candle yeah and the whole cat thing and we're just like dude you guys played so much like that cat for some reason was just like a focus at some point like throughout the movie Cold i was like webs. Some- and i was like i thought something was gonna happen with that cat and i was just like okay he's just a black cat and spoiler alert at the end he is at next to a box that has the black lit candle number two I mean, he also pointed out where the book was. I'm just like, I kind of wished it was one of the characters from the original movie that popped up at the end, which I'm sure everybody was hoping. Yes. And it's just like, I don't know. I, the movie just didn't hit the mark for me at all. I'm just like, they 
they brought four original characters, which is fine, but I just felt like if they were going to do it, they should have brought everybody back. Even cameos, I think, for like Max and the girl and everything. I just, it made no sense. And I just didn't like how they kind of made Winnie the villain in a sense out of the three sisters at the end. Like they just made her very selfish, which is funny because out of all three actors, she's the one that loves her character the most. (laughs) And it's just like, dude, you kind of villainized your own character and it kind of like is stupid. And then like at the very end, she realizes like, oh, my sisters are my prized possession. I'm just like, Congrats, you just you didn't read a freaking warning label. Like, good job. <laughs> warning here. Warning label here. Yeah. This I'll, is a family uh, thing. I mean, I'll bleep that, but I'm just like, this yeah. whole movie just had so many plot holes. And I just, I know it's a Disney yeah. Plus show, but it's just like, oh my God, if you're going to try to pull something this like huge in pop culture, you got to do it right. <laughs> and I feel like they had all this time. Like, this was in the works for a while. That's what I'm saying. And I was just like, dude, there's no way. Like, what the heck? There was no point in that whole 30, like 20 minutes in the front with those young girls. Like, I didn't get it. Like, none of that made sense to me. That random, like, witch that gave them the book. I was like, okay. So, so now what? (laughs) Yeah. My goodness. Such a Debbie Downer. Well, I will (laughs) tell you some of the things that I enjoyed. Yeah, please do. Because I couldn't find any. Yeah. Here they are. (laughs) From the very beginning of the movie, having just watched the original right beforehand, I loved how the cinematographer decided, or the director, who knows who decided, but they decided to open up um, virtually the same exact shot that the first one started in that eagle eye view over the old town of Salem in the 1600s. I thought that was cool because it was just you know tying it all back and of course due that doesn't to my make love the for... movie great Kira. yes it makes the movie great from the very beginning no. <laughs> I just love history and everything so I loved that we had all these scenes set back in the mid 1600s and I was like oh I want more of that and I was kind of disappointed that there wasn't like so much and I have to say one of my biggest pet peeves from doing the flashbacks like what I think they missed Yes, we really dig into the point that Billy was Sarah's love back Mm. in the day. We don't get to see that love story. Like, Mm. I I would have actually liked to have seen Winifred steal a kiss from Billy and like seen Sarah and Billy kind of like prancing around as kids and stuff. And instead, like, we just hear about it. And I'm like, oh, we kind of already knew that from the first one. So like, give me something more there. Yeah, but I did like that, you know, callback to the past and they did their math correctly because I was definitely like calculating it out, like how old the Sanderson sisters like looked at the start of like (laughs) the original Hocus Pocus. And okay, also that was a plot thing that I didn't like either that those girls were supposedly 19. They looked 12. Those the young actors. They were not 19 for sure. No, she was turning 16. She did not look 16 either. She looked five. Exactly. The three of them. I was like, (laughs) you are not, you are not 16 at all. Well, I don't know. 16 year olds are really tiny nowadays. (laughs) You are very confused. I'm like, you're very small people. (laughs) (laughs) They prefer petite. (laughs) (laughs) Petite. That's something I want to be. Um, I did like that the parents 
in this movie like even the dad who was the mayor and stuff um was very oblivious to everything going on because basically the same exact thing happened with Max's parents in the first one mm. and you know the Sanderson sisters cast their spell and here we get this mob scene <laughs> spell and that was kind of funny and yeah he did seem a little too obsessed with those candied apples that panned and out that to be nothing yeah it didn't really land it, did, it made no sense to me <laughs> completely but I think they were trying. I think they missed the mark on on that. Yeah, the um, whole movie. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> you is, are not okay, wrong. <laughs> I think this is what's really funny to me is because like when it comes to movies and TV shows, I actually think Kira has really interesting taste in TV shows mm-hmm. and stuff. And like Stranger Things, she found like plot holes for that one for some reason. And like to 90% of this world, I'm pretty sure people love that. And then come to this where it's like kind of crappy. And I think 50% of us hate this movie you're all about it so I think it's like very interesting how this is panning out right okay well here's my take on movies in general and I think this is where I differ like you said from the majority of people yeah. is it's almost because I have a film background that when mm. I and I worked in a movie theater and stuff and saw tons of movies that I always go in and really just think that they're purely meant for entertainment so even though I might have like more of a critical eye in terms of like how the production was done, as far as like the movie itself, I I typically come away with like, okay, did it make me feel happy or sad or angry or something? And that's kind of where like, where the base is for me of like, did it hit the mark or miss the mark? And I know it missed the mark for you guys, like way <laughs> off. <laughs> I get it and I understand like your problems with it because I'm not saying you're wrong because I'm not saying you're wrong either I just think it's really funny how this is teetering right now like it's yeah. you're on the opposite spectrum of me and I feel like Patty's like a little in between but more towards my side yeah. <laughs> Patty is Switzerland <laughs> yeah no I, I'm more so on Tiff's I side I do try to side. see like the, the good in it like yeah. I didn't hate it I did not like it very much yeah also the singing why was every like why did it start off with so much music like right thank you the one song is fine and it has to happen organically like you could tell this was like leading up and yeah just made a big thing and it's like i just gotta weave that in a little bit more i think they were going for the campy musical though yeah, but come on, they literally just got resurrected and all of a sudden they're going to sing about what they're doing. It, like, yeah. there was no setup to that at all. Like, no. that candle just got lit and all of a sudden they're like, we're here. And I'm like, cool, why are we having like a parade all of a sudden? Like, okay. it made no sense. I totally agree because I think that was great for the trailer when that came out. Mm-hmm. I thought that's hilarious, but it was almost like it was meant only for the trailer, you know? And then the actual yeah. movie shouldn't have had that scene in there. <laughs> yeah, but then even at that, um, what was like that drag show, like contest, costume contest that they had, even that song, I just felt like, I mean, maybe it's just me comparing it to like their performance in the original. Mm-hmm. It's just like, this one just seems so out of place in a sense yeah I wanted to hear I put a spell on you again I was hoping like I think they should have done that instead I was just like yeah I get this music choice I it's fine but it's just like why wouldn't you just stick with what you guys are known for and I'm sure mm-hmm. everybody would have loved that because I think I would have preferred it 
but it's just like even that one I felt like they were just like let's just go over the top and like put on like a huge show and it made no sense it was like yeah Disney's yeah. version of the thriller like I didn't mm. understand <laughs> even maybe the thriller song might have been good there. I mean right? yeah it's, that's a little it more weird. spooky yeah like, yeah like, the why? first one I feel like when they sang I put a spell on you it was actually really creepy yeah like they were following them and they just kind of happened to be there and it the build-up was better better this one was just like it was like a flash mob it was literally like a flash mob and i was just like "Mm." so cheesy i mean that's fine i get it it's a disney movie and you want to have music in it but why this (laughs) yeah also i think that even plays to our age too because first one did Uh have more darker tones i mean they literally Uh got burnt to a crisp in an incinerator and like, the kids that watched happened in the first one. <laughs> the kids yeah, watched I was and like, then here. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, whoa, this is a Disney movie. And yeah. this the second one didn't have it didn't go that dark, right? So yeah. um yeah, some things were definitely missing because I love ancestry. I did like the fact that the mayor was the literal descendant of the guy that you know was trying to lock up uh Winifred so I was like oh that's cool um but a major miss was I was missing I was just missing Thackeray and Binks like I I know they're the same guy and they're dead and they're gone and they've crossed over I know this but I wanted them back that's what I'm saying I just feel like they could have they could have found a way like bring Jason Mars in I know he's he's he would love it let's be real yeah, he's still doing voiceovers. Yeah, so I was just like, <laughs> and dude. he would totally have fit in. He's like, he's such a little miniature man. He's so cute. <laughs> I love him. And <laughs> I, I feel like the other two, the one who played Allison and Max, I feel like they're still like down to do stuff. They said that Thora Birch, who played Danny, the little girl, mm-hmm. was directing. Um, so like the schedule oh. didn't match. But I'm like, you also mm. one, you had a lot of time to figure out the scheduling. Yeah, and she would have been awesome like she like she, even just some cameo yeah yeah she could have been in the shop or something yeah exactly I just think 20 seconds of just seeing them I think would have been a lot of fan service mm-hmm. but you know, um no but everyone was running amok 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 and <laughs> okay this is where I need to share a grievance no God, because apparently yes Disney has been on this rampage to make sure that everyone now spells it as A-M-O-K because apparently that was the God dang it, Kira. <laughs> right when when she's about to drop that knowledge, you you, what? Stopped. you stalled. So <laughs> start again. Pause. Uh, dang it. Okay, again. Amok. Again. So no. amok amok is was originally amok 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 was originally spelled A-M-O-K back in the time of the Sanderson sisters. So now Disney's trying to basically get everyone to make sure that when it's tied to the movie Hocus Pocus, it's spelled that old traditional way and not the newer modern spelling of A-M-U-C-K. But I have such a grievance with this because Disney already dropped the ball on that many years ago. And we have tons of merchandise that is already spelled A-M-U-C-K in the modern way. and the UK was really the only one that was spelling it the old way this whole time. But um, I have to say they're doing a good job of like trying to get all of their social media posts 
across the company to be spelled correctly. Um, some of them are, you know, like being missed and then having to be retracted. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I like the new modern way spelling, but I did turn on the captions for both the original and the new film for those scenes only, Patty, and they did spell it correctly in the caption. So since the subtitles were right, you know, yes, I'm applauding Disney for that. They're trying their best. Grammar police over here. I love it. Yeah, the they're trying to stay historically accurate. I like it. <laughs> it's interesting. And then the last thing that I think I loved about Hocus Pocus 2 was just the fact that they brought Sarah's theme back you know, the Come Little Children song, that yeah. is probably the best part of the original. So the fact that that came back, like, I agree. It just makes the movie good. It's really creepy and very it pretty. It's, it's, yeah. That was the only thing that was creepy about it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Well, now that we've aired out our hot takes, <laughs> I guess, okay, I w- we'll rate this movie, all three of us, basically out of five broomsticks. What would you give it, Kira? I'm going to give it 3.75 broomsticks. How about three broomsticks in a vacuum? I feel like a vacuum is bigger than a broom. No, but it's It's not as portable as their broomsticks. You you can't change it up. (laughs) Dang it. All right, Patty, what would you definitely give it? not a Nimbus 2000 broomstick? Okay, we're not even going to compare this movie to Harry Potter. Let's be real. Oh, Lordy. Oh, Lordy. Huh, all right, Harry Potter's all right, five. <laughs> what would you oh, give no. this movie? I'm going to give it a 1.75 out of five. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. So Dang. Low. Okay. I, I literally would give it a one broomstick. Wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Original okay. five out of five. <laughs> oh, 5.5 out of five. Yeah. I was like throwing a Swiffer, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The original gets all the broomsticks. Yes. Yeah. I this just... one gets, oh, half of a Roomba. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'll go with that. A broomstick and a half a Roomba. There you go. <laughs> we're, okay. just, we're just using all sorts of transportation devices now. <laughs> that was really funny, actually. <laughs> Yeah, when the, the when they the... sucked up the salt. Yeah, oh that was really gosh. funny. That salt thing was also really interesting to me too. Because do you remember? I forgot where they were originally. I think it might have been in the shop, mm-hmm. and she just did like a half circle, and that was able to be a force field. That was weird yeah. to me. Yeah, I didn't think that was accurate. Yeah, and I was but like, didn't she have powers? Did she have powers at that point? It Maybe was... like started to. I think it was when well, the sisters initially were attacking them right like right after or before yeah. that they were getting in the the basement of the they, shop they did make oh. mention to it later on in the movie that like oh what she did in the grocery store as if yeah there she had done some sort of force field mm-hmm. but i i was thinking like oh no she didn't like that was the half salt circle <laughs> like yeah. i don't know it was questionable <laughs> yeah it was weird to me and i'm just like uh so they had to do a half one at Walgreens but then at the garage they had to do a full circle mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. and also that was a perfect circle for uh two girls just running around pouring salt that was yes, also weird to me quite perfect <laughs> they draw circles all the time okay Tim? Oh, yeah you're right what was I thinking <laughs> <laughs> it was a little weird that like 
you know, only 30 years later, the town has exploded and growth so much that that museum that had been like set back in the woods is now in like the main town square. Like everything's been built up around it. Mm. I was like, I don't know. Has Salem really grown that much over the last right. 30 in years? 30 but... years? Mm. Yeah. Maybe. Also, what was the point of having Billy in this movie? Just to, to satisfy cameo people, cameo yeah. time. Like, I just didn't understand that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he was really needed. He was not needed. Like, it was kind of cute that he was there, but I mean, he didn't really play a part. Right, Kira? I'm asking you now. <laughs> I mean, his head was needed, I guess. So, was it though? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, okay, there's lots of questionable things. Another pet peeve I did have was the witch that comes to the Sanderson sisters at the start of the movie in the woods and gives Winifred the book. The book. Yeah. Um, did you see her outfit? It was so not from the 1600s. And I was like, did this girl just come out of a Marvel movie or something like that? Like, She's got like witch. this design on her shirt. I'm like, excuse me. Yeah. Like, are are we supposed to believe she's from the future or can transcend time or something? I don't know. And then she never shows back up again. I thought I she would show up at the end. I, yeah. I thought she was when um Winifred was gonna basically cast that spell. Uh-huh. I thought that I thought that witch would just show up and like I told you not to. Yeah. But I mean, just wasn't like, she the bird? Was she? Okay, I was so yeah, confused. She, I was so confused. She was the bird. You're right. She does follow the girls at the very very end. And, but yeah. But not as her, like, you know, we're right. just meant to think that she's, like, watching over them in the woods, but. Great, so we have a Maleficent and Hocus Pocus crossover now, so. This oh, sense. yeah, for <laughs> Synergy, <laughs> baby. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> also, plot hole, in the first movie, didn't they say that the book was given to Winifred by the devil himself? And she was like, oh, yeah, I love him. Like, I know who the devil is. Yeah. People were saying at first that like that was the rumor, but I was like, but she also confirmed that she knew the devil. That she is true. She did confirm that she knew him. And I was wondering like, how are they going to make sense of that? I don't recall the book um, handoff, but I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Also speaking about this book, I did not we like- We can't stop talking about I know. I just, I, okay. This first of all, so it was just funny. really weird to me how much they humified that book. Yeah. One oh, the yeah. eye, the eye really creeped me out this time. I don't know why I prefer the old school one. There was something about this version that was unsettling, I guess. But I was just like, one, it sweated. Two, it like cried. And three, it, it could make decisions all of a sudden. Right. And I'm just like, so this book is basically like an angsty teenager and just choosing its like foster mom. Like, I'm so confused. 30 years well, later. Well, yeah. in the original book or in the original movie too, they talk about how the outer binding was made of real human flesh yeah that would be really cool to go into like the history of the book and really figure out like is that a soul like what like is it one person is it made from flesh of children rotting or something? I don't know that sounds an, like an interesting plot line to me it sounds like some FX stuff and not so Yeah, this does not sound like a Disney, Disney Plus, Plus show. <laughs> I feel like Disney Plus, this one is very watered down too. Mm-hmm. It was very like Disney Channel, like I think you were saying the DCOM thing, but like yeah. Disney Channel now, because I feel like they really, I don't want to say they dumbed down the audience, but they kind of did. 
they, dumbed down yeah, the audience. Yeah, they did. I feel like in the past, like, you know, when we were growing up, and maybe because, I don't know, it just seems like it was a little smarter maybe for parents to enjoy as well. Yeah. And not to make it as, like, childish. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's the over-the-top acting. It was like watching an episode of, like, That's So Raven. Yeah. It's just, I mean, even That's So Raven was a lot better, but whatever. <laughs> Raven's home. I love that show. Oh, my gosh, dude. I just love Raven in general. Yes. But Maddie. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like Patty said, probably won't watch that again. At least I gave it a shot, but got to stick with the original. Sometimes things don't need a sequel. I think a lot of things don't need a sequel. Yeah, I think 75% of what Disney does with remakes and stuff, I don't think they should do it, period. Especially mm-hmm. all these live action ones. I don't like them. It's just something should be animated only. Let's be real, Lion King. Don't know why you could do that. <laughs> And there's a second one coming out, and I'm just saying, Beyonce couldn't even save the first one. Why are you making a second one? <laughs> Yowzas. Agreed. Yeah, so that's my hot take. Um, whether you think it's right or wrong, I don't really care. <laughs> we will not be watching this together. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so now that we all aired out our likes, dislikes, eh, hatred, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it <laughs> towards this movie. Um, I mean, we gave it a shot. Not everybody's going to like it. Not everybody's going to hate it. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah. speaking of all new movies and such, um, Kira and I went to D23 last, last month. <laughs> pretty much a month ago. Oh, yeah, pretty enough. much. Yeah, it was basically a month ago. Yeah, so, I mean, we can go over a few things that we kind of experienced there. Um, I went to a lot of panels, more than I thought I would um I snuck into quite a few (laughs) amazing yeah um got into the Marvel um Lucasfilm and 20th Century panel which did not think was gonna happen uh lucked into that one somehow don't really know how it was more of like me frantically running back and forth and trying to get into the line and somehow getting into the reservation only line at like maybe 10 minutes prior to the event starting and we kind of just stood there and into my head I'm like how am I going to come up with an excuse that I don't have a reservation um do I just say my phone is dead I lost my phone but it's only like nine o'clock in the morning (laughs) (laughs) and lo and behold uh they just say reservation line keep moving and just walk straight upstairs did not scan any of our badges or anything and I just uh, put my head down and kept walking um there was a section of like a basically a line as we were passing and they were booing all of us I'm just in my head I just go this is it people know I'm not supposed to be in this line (laughs) (laughs) and I was like I have to walk with confidence at this point right because I'm just like I can't back out I've already tried this hard and we basically get to the bottom of the escalator and the girl stops me she's like hey I'm gonna stop the line right here I'm just like they know it's me (laughs) and she kind of just goes yeah and then the first thing she said like the cast member just goes hey uh oh she's like how dare you have a reservation I'm just like what and she's like yeah like they're booing at you guys because you guys are late to your reservation like that's so rude and I was like oh oh I was like that's why they're booing oh yeah I was like it's so weird like yeah I showed up late but I mean I have a reservation and she's like laughing and I'm just like I need to go upstairs immediately and sit down and hide my face quickly (laughs) 
And yeah, I got upstairs, sat down. That thing went over an hour long. I kept texting Kira thinking I was going to leave and didn't. And then <laughs> at one point I was going to leave. And then James Cameron basically was like, hey, we're going to turn this auditorium into a 3D movie theater and you all get to watch 10 minutes of Avatar 2. Uh, so that was very interesting. Um, still don't know what the movie's about. All I know is I just <laughs> jump into a pool of water. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> the graphics look really good. I just, one, I don't remember anything about Avatar 1. It's been so long. Uh, two, I don't remember being a fan. Uh, maybe I will be. I just, I don't know. This movie's going to be like four hours long. I confess I have not seen the first one. <gasps> I think really? even if I did, I still don't remember it. I don't know what happened in the first one. I think I saw it on the plane going, I saw it in the plane going to Florida right before I went to Avatar Land. Are you serious? Yeah, Avatar yeah. Land? Pandora? Yeah, Pandora. Oh, <laughs> She's like, I've watched this movie. <laughs> I had to watch it. So I watched it and I really enjoyed it. I had the DVD or Blu-ray for years, did not watch it. And yeah. it was like one of the biggest movies of its time, like in yeah. that era, like it was huge. It was. I, I honestly just don't remember it at all. So, I mean, I enjoyed that I watched the 10 minutes, but I also just like, did I appreciate it like other people did? Probably not. <laughs> I'm sure there were a lot of others that were thinking your same exact thoughts. Yeah. I think <laughs> it's at been that like point, 50 years. I, that's what I'm saying. We're just like, how am I going to remember this? It's been but, like 20. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it still feels the same. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that I mean, that panel was super super chill um we got a ton of sneak peeks of stuff um like i saw 10 like two minutes of black panther 2 looked really good i think angela bassett's character is gonna be really legit um i saw uh, ant-man 2 quantumania of like a two minute sneak peek that one also looked really good the movie with the three marvels uh brie larson the girl that plays ms marvel and then Rambo from WandaVision they're gonna be in a movie together and I'm not a Brie Larson fan or a Captain Marvel fan but this movie actually seems pretty funny so I might give it a shot um but like yeah. the three of them are gonna lead a movie yeah so basically the concept is like their their powers are connected so they actually could swap places uh oh. so the movie's gonna be kind of based on that that's cool yeah so it's like a ton of Marvel stuff a ton of Star Wars things so like basically anything you think of they brought casts out to talk about it Loki season two got announced there they brought like Tom Hiddleston and that whole cast out and I'm sure Kira's super excited because she loved that show <laughs> yeah. I'm going to dress up as just a variant for Halloween <laughs> this year that'd be I super just, easy I just bought um some Loki horns oh my uh, gosh. on Amazon the other night and I already have a variant t-shirt but there's another one that I saw that was like it has like check boxes down it and it, okay. I think it has I can't remember now either different pictures or like names of characters or something and it's just kind of like variant 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 and then <laughs> then one of them's crossed off and it's like I'm named Sylvie now <laughs> and then variant 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 and I oh that's funny that was funny but, <laughs> yeah. nice uh yeah I mean I went to a ton of panels. I don't remember. You went to a few too, right, Kira? Yeah, I loved the panels this year. So glad I actually got in, even though I still think the reservation system sucks. And yeah. I'm not a fan of it. 
Um, yep. I'm not as sneaky as you though. I can't get into the panels that I'm not waiting in a super long line. Desperate for, times, guys. <laughs> Kira's a rule follower. Yeah. I am. I'm kind of like, you know, a goody two shoes. And I was way. really <laughs> trying to get into that panel. Give us until you make it, baby. Pretty much, and I'm actually surprised I got in. Like, yeah, there was a moment of panic where I'm just like, I should turn around before I get kicked out. Like, I was definitely fearing for my life. <laughs> So amazing yeah so I'm totally impressed by how you can do that and I wish I could do that but <laughs> Dude, um I am I am jealous that you went to the legends panel on the first day on Friday when I didn't have a ticket and no. I thought Chad's speech was just so hilarious that his his speech was definitely the best I have to say going to that panel I don't think I ever want to go back again it felt very award showy where it's just mm -hmm. like introduce like introducing this person getting an award and then they do their whole speech and you're kind of like waiting and then they take an awkward photo with Bob Chapek and I wanted <laughs> yeah uh, him him standing there and trying to take a photo with these people is just so awkward there's nothing about this guy that's charismatic and I'm just like Ugh, you have to take a photo with that guy I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah he got, it makes he got you... booed oh yeah I, 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 I texted you guys I was like oh my gosh Bob Chapek came out and he immediately got booed by oh 7,000 people in that auditorium it was pretty bad like Dang. I thought it was just echoing of people like cheering and then I realized people were booing like the guy next to me was literally screaming <laughs> like get off the stage and yeah. I did not know what to do oh dear yeah oh man even though I'm not a huge fan of him, as I'm sure many employees yeah. are not, um, I don't think I could. Boo I him. still like feel yeah. for him in that moment. Like that sucks. Like, how do you like work through that and stay on stage? That right, whole and knowing time? everybody hates you, you're just like, why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty. And he awkward. like powers through, like. No. you know and it's not like a one-time occurrence like that either. This is like at every event now and stuff. So hey i mean if you think about it he gets paid big bucks it was like if i got paid how much she gets paid and got booed i wouldn't care what anybody He's thought like either. whatever i was like at the end of the day i'm still getting paid <laughs> yeah laughing all the way to the bank yeah Plus, i do feel for him i know that he's like not the most charismatic and he's made some very questionable decisions but i think that it's also like not all just him and he's mm -hmm. getting all the brunt which as ceo you would yeah, I feel like there's other people, <coughs> Josh tomorrow, that <laughs> also had, um, you know, some say that uh, that because he's so good looking and like beloved, I feel like he can kind of get away get with away with it. Things, yeah. Which I feel for. I was gonna say paycheck. Uh, paycheck. <laughs> paycheck. You're not wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> paycheck. So yeah, that that sucks. But at the same time, you know, I think he's doing just fine for himself. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I don't he know. just had such big shoes to fill. I mean, no one could have lived up to Bob Iger, but yeah. And during a pandemic, on top of yeah. that, um. But yeah, I think what really hurts him is he d just doesn't have the charisma that you know, like you were saying, Josh Tomorrow has. So mm -hmm. yeah, um, there's like nothing genuine or like Disney magic about that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sad days. I was like, even Maleficent has some Disney magic in her. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe he just needs his own movie. 
Oh, Maleficent no. gave his own decal <laughs> called Hocus Pocus 2. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> He's in Hocus Pocus 3. <laughs> Didn't you see him in the background? Oh, yeah. He was he was the devil that gave the book yeah. to Winifred. Oh, my God. Right. Okay, question for you both. Okay. What was your favorite and your least favorite? Panel? Panel? Or... Mm-hmm. I can easily first. answer my favorite panel. It was our very last panel of the entire expo and that was the voices um, yeah conversations with disney character voices cool it was just so amazing because there were so many legends um on that stage and then i can let tiffany talk about it but the final performance was yeah sublime donny osman Oh, okay. I literally <laughs> cried when I saw your. <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was really funny how he kind of came on stage too because the uh, the guy that voices Aladdin from Full House, I forgot his name. Scott. He was basically, I forgot his I'm, name. Yeah, I can't remember his name either. Scott Isn't Weiner? it like Steve or something? I think it's Scott. Scott. Steve Scott. is his Full House character. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Weiner. <laughs> I think you're right, Patty. But yeah, like he was basically trying to do some sort of like uh like that crack that Aladdin did or something. He's trying to do an example of that. He's like, Oh, I need some water. And Donnie Osmond like showed up with a tray of water. Oh. And everybody like kind of freaked out at that point. We're like, wait, what the heck? Donnie Osmond. And then he basically like the the panel basically tapered off and it ended. That's what we all thought. And then basically mm-hmm. the I forgot the guy that runs Disney Voices. Uh he was the one that kind of was mediating the whole panel. He was like, I mean, guys, Donnie Osmond's here. I'm sure if we cheer loud enough, he'll, you know, perform for us. Like, we have him here already. <laughs> so clearly, everybody was cheering, and he basically put on a huge, like, choreographed performance of I'll Make a Man Out of You, which was pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nice way to close out D23. Yeah, wow. it was so amazing. I am a self-professed, not even fan of Mulan. And yet this was like by far one of the best Disney live performances I think I've ever seen. And it was just like one song, like on this measly stage. And I was like, that was so good. And I was kind of upset though, because the giant screen that was in directly in front of Tiffany and myself, that was over to the right of the stage that cameraman was not doing a great job of like sticking to the subject so yeah it basically looked like he fell asleep yeah like yeah he basically like fell asleep or just like let his hand slip and you're just like is he gonna focus on anything and luckily where me and Kira were sitting you could still see the stage but you know Mm -hmm. you clearly want a better you know view yeah yeah this guy was like drunk or something like falling asleep (laughs) the camera just like slowly pan you're just like where's this guy going I was just like there's something big happening on the stage not off to the right (laughs) Right. (laughs) oh no like clearly he had had enough of the expo or something he's like sorry I only got I only got paid up till five minutes ago I give up right exactly (laughs) yeah um but no that was I mean Uh, hands down the best panel just for that performance wow. alone but the whole rest of the panel was awesome too what was your, what was your favorite, favorite tiffany mm, favorite uh, i, I want to say it would be the the marvel lucas films and all that because i saw so much but mm-hmm. i think if i'm talking about of just like pure entertainment i think it would have been the disney broadway princess showcase 
that concert was so so much fun for me I think that was a really good performance to be honest but I guess like they they've done this performance throughout the year uh I guess like Su- Susan Egan she basically puts oh, on the like, production tours and stuff yeah so oh, the four of them have done this like for this whole year touring and basically D23 was just one of the stops also or they asked them to perform so okay, that's why it that felt like makes it was a very... lot of sense because yeah. it was well choreographed exactly I was like did they practice like the day before and just like knew what to do but it, it basically the four of them just performed together for like the year in general and I mean it's the it's the girl that plays Chelsea from Raven's Home ah. and then like Susan Egan and I think two of them one of them's from Lion King and the other one I forgot was from like another Broadway show Aladdin I think basically the, all of them are Broadway Disney performers mm-hmm. in general but I mean the four of them killed it in my sense like I was entertained the whole time I mean Susan Egan playing or singing the song from Hercules is always my favorite because I love Meg <laughs> but I mean come on they sang Anastasia which I was actually oh, surprised yeah. and because they even made the comments like well she's technically a Disney princess now right because now. yeah now <laughs> but I mean we that was new her. it only took a few years that we did it right <laughs> but yeah I think that one might have been my favorite entertaining wise and then just being in the atmosphere of all the announcements for Marvel and stuff, I think that would have been top tier as well. It's just, it went over so long. I think mm-hmm. every panel I went to was an hour over, especially in the Hall D23. I kept texting Kira, I'd be out. And then I was like, never mind, something else is happening. An hour over? Each time. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was well, pretty rough. Like, I don't think I got out of Hall D23 each day until like one o'clock. And the panel started at 10. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you didn't time. have to worry about me though, because I was yeah. good with my coffee in the. But she lobby, also was like... holding my hot chocolate for an hour, so you know, <laughs> by the time true. I got it, it was it was, warm. it was basically it was... chocolate milk. <laughs> yeah, chocolate. pretty much. <laughs> it was frozen hot chocolate. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know, but I, I, and then I think my least favorite panel would have been the Disney Legends one, only because I just felt like I was bored the whole time. Um, I don't know about you, Kira. I know you were disappointed about the Wish one. Oh my gosh. So sad because Skipper Kira wanted the Disney Wish panel to be her all-time favorite panel. Mm-hmm. And it was such a let down. Oh my goodness. It was such a dud. I really came away only learning one thing, like one fun fact that I shared with Tiffany, which was yeah. about the carpeting of the Disney Wish. Um, that's the fun fact <laughs> that was a fun fact uh, like how fun is that I don't I don't know but I think the only other thing that was interesting was hearing um some of the Imagineers and how they had to figure out a way how to build this ship working remotely most of the time because mm-hmm. the pandemic hit mm-hmm. and they had to somehow work from home but on a physical ship how do how do you do those two things well the lady that basically decides all of the different fixtures, the rugs, the wallpaper, the tiling everywhere. She was having all of that literally shipped to her home, which at the time she w- had, um, she was staying in an apartment in Germany because that is where the ship was being built was Poppenberg. And so Poppenburg. she had moved. 
Yeah, Poppenberg, Germany. Dude, so Poppenberg she, sounds popping. Poppin'. <laughs> Not during a pandemic, it wasn't. <laughs> um, so she was like relegated to this small um, apartment and she was just getting all of these different um, materials sent to her apartment. Well, one day um, someone like called her up because she didn't live on the bottom floor and she, and her apartment was elevator less. So it was like a walk up and she gets this call that like, oh, your pallet is here. And she's like, pallet, what pallet? And they're like, I don't know. It's like this pallet for you. And she <laughs> goes downstairs and there's literally like this giant like construction vehicle with, you know, those two forklift type things. And it's got this full on pallet full of like tiles and whatnot that she's somehow supposed to keep in her apartment and they only like dropped it off in the lobby of the apartment building she's like how do I even what do she I she was literally gonna build a Disney cruise ship in her apartment <laughs> yeah exactly so that oh was the... that's a pandemic project let's be real <laughs> <laughs> yes um legitimately we're not bored there yeah seriously no, I mean taking um... each piece would take you like a week <laughs> Yeah, so hearing some of those behind the scenes stories, um, that was very heartfelt and really interesting. You know, who knows if you'll hear those any those tidbits anywhere else. Um, also, one of the guys, um, his daughter is, I want to say, like a teenager or something. And every time they hit some sort of milestone, like a holiday or a birthday or, you know, just a, a group celebration of some sort she was drawing them like these cute little like characteristic drawings of like the ships and all the people and all these Disney characters. And he brought the drawings there and put it up on like a PowerPoint presentation essentially for us. They were so good. I was like, oh, she's for sure gonna be a Disney animator. There's like no question about it. Like (laughs) so good. I'm like, if, if she's not already on that track, like he's going to make sure of it by like showing this whole audience of people. Right. Um, other than that, oh my gosh, so boring. Um, that was literally the highlight of the entire panel. So just think of me talking like that, but for another hour. And then at the very end, I felt very teased because they were like, oh, I'm sure like because you guys sat here and listened to us for this entire time, I'm sure you guys of all people want to know what the next ship is going to be called. And like everyone like just hushed. It was seriously like, yes, that is definitely why I came to this panel. Like I need to know the scoop and take note. This panel was on a Saturday Mm -hmm. and the expo goes Friday to Sunday and the Disney parks panel is on Sunday morning so this was happening before the parks panel where we were definitely expecting to hear the name of the next ship and we thought oh we're gonna get to figure it out before everybody else and then they put it up on the big screen and it said ship six Patty's face you guys (laughs) yeah (laughs) your face said it all um not cool I was so disappointed and that was the end of the panel like them basically faking me out and then they gave us like 
this little sticker that said Disney Wish and we were on our way. And I was like, wow, um, I could have gone to any other panel during this hour. I could have done anything else and I would have had a better time. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Skipper um, Kira had a rough Saturday. <laughs> yeah. So the actual parks panel, I did not want to wait in a serious long line or overnight for because I didn't have a reservation. So I watched that from the comfort of my hotel room at Grand Californian, um, which was great. I stayed in bed for it. And I was like, this is actually pretty fantastic if I do say so myself. And I got to hear the name of the sixth ship, not ship six, but the Disney treasurer. And the whole theming is going to be around the theme of adventure and the um, statue in the Grand Hall is going to be of the carpet from Aladdin and it's going to have Aladdin and Jasmine hovering on the carpet. I am so excited. The whole theming looks like this dark navy blue and gold theming. Oh, it looks gorgeous. Now, I, I can't even wait to be on the wish, but now I'm like, oh, now I already want to go on the treasure. Like, it's happening. Dear God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yay. I think I would, I think I'm going to go for the parks panel next time because that one felt like the better one out mm-hmm. of everything that was major there. And they, everybody got free portos. I was really upset that. What? <laughs> yeah. Because portos is coming to downtown Disney now. So everybody left with a box of basically like three portos pastries. A Every, box? Everybody got like basically yes, a, a small little box with like four pastries in it. <gasps> and I was like, ugh. Because when I got to the floor, basically, everybody was coming out of that hall. And I swear to God, it was just like a f- flood of Porto's boxes. Oh, it, fe- man. it felt like the scene out of Beauty and the Beast, like be our guest, but with just Porto boxes. <laughs> and I definitely saw some people that took more than one. Oh yeah, I saw per- someone was six. Like, How <laughs> did you even manage that? Uh, but yeah, I'm I think sure that's they have the panel. Over. Yeah, I think that's the panel I'm going to go for next time. Because I've experienced everything else at this point. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I do love the parks panel because I mean that's why we love Disney so much too is because yeah. of the theme parks yeah. so getting to hear all those announcements up front I thought it was really neat that they even went into blue sky announcements like stuff that may never come to fruition but we mm-hmm. still got to hear what they're thinking about and planning out some of those seemed really cool like a whole villains area in uh, I think that one was magic kingdom if yeah. I'm not mistaken um, I think that would be great. I've been wondering why we haven't had that for a long time. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to go next time, Patty. I don't know, you guys. I feel like it might I think be you should go for one day. <laughs> I think one day is enough. Like, you don't have to go to any of the panels, but you could definitely walk the floor. I think the floor is right. definitely entertaining on its own. I mean, I didn't get that many stuff this time around. Um, I feel like the one in 2019, I came out with a ton of posters a lot more free swag. I definitely had a lot of posters, but nothing great. Um, I think the only good thing that I got out of it was uh, Disney is basically launching their version of a trading card game, kind of like to compete with Pokemon and like Magic the Gathering. Yeah. So they had an exclusive card that they were giving plus a six card set. But I, every time I went, the the line was so long and they only had, Mm. I think 50 a day or something like Mm -hmm. a hundred or something a day. And I missed out each time, but I was able to at least get the exclusive car the first day, got it signed Lord by Kiana. one of the designers. And <laughs> nice. then I had Kira go online. I was like, get me another car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. It was crazy. The, the, the resellers were selling that, that free card that you get for scanning your badge for $500. That is ridiculous. A free card. And then the six pack that they're, well, basically the six card set, uh-huh. they were selling for $1,200. Of course. That, that set was only $50 at D23. And the dumb part is, is that even if you didn't get these cards at D23, they will be in the base set anyways when this card this card game comes out. The only mm-hmm. difference is there's just no D23 logo at the bottom. Oh. So it's just like, you're going to pay, I hope you don't pay $500 for a card you can get for free in your like pack later on. Right. Somebody's well, gonna someone's going to Yeah. Someone I'm sure gonna did. Okay. Yeah. That's on them. But that was like the only thing that I really came out of D23 with that I really like. So yeah. I don't know. I don't think Kira, you bought anything. Um, no, I don't think I actually purchased anything other than coffee. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. but, uh, I love just walking away with any sort of free stuff. Um, I thought the networks, the television networks actually had a really good setup this year on the floor and you could walk away with a whole set of pins um, I think the set contained six pins, if I remember correctly, and like each mm-hmm. one was tied to a different network. Um, they had like a little backpack pin for Abbott Elementary. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was the window pane for only murders in the building. Mm-hmm. I gave mine to other. Kira. Um, I yeah, <laughs> I love um, that show. I, I <laughs> haven't watched it. It's on my, it's on my watch list. Both. Only murders I've seen. I. I binge that one um Abbott Elementary I actually started watching it's really funny <laughs> it's I've heard good things. so funny oh my gosh it's hilarious yeah. uh and they're all so sarcastic funny like I yeah I think it's so funny they like kn- know how to make fun of each other um I just watched the most recent episode last night actually um because now we're in season two mm. season yeah. three Season two. I'm getting ahead of myself, but but it's that good. Yeah. I love Mm. Only Murders. I loved your uh, little Only Murders video thing. Was that that a... Yeah, that was part of basically their whole setup. There was every show had a different activation that you could somehow participate in. Um, And they had these neat like cameras, like video cameras set up Mm -hmm. um, that could essentially like instantly give you your promo video for Mm -hmm. that network like directly to the your phone or to the app like it would send it to your email too um so you could share it instantaneously on social media and stuff and yeah only murders you were transported into the opening credit sequence for the Mm -hmm. show which for anybody that's watched that show that credit sequence is so iconic because something different will change in that mm-hmm. sequence that relates to each episode mm-hmm. and I just find that so fascinating I'm always trying to pick out like oh what's the different thing because then it gets <laughs> hints to like what the episode is gonna be about and so to be featured in that I was like that's really neat they also had national treasure um you got to like <laughs> run into this cave essentially and like look around mm-hmm. and they had this um camera on a dolly it was kind of a fancy setup and they were like moving the dolly backwards so it like zooms in on you and like zooms out and stuff so um yeah pretty neat setup there um 
And I got a couple of other free pins at other places and um, some poster art and stuff, but nothing like, there wasn't a gazillion things that I walked away with for free. Mm -hmm. Like it all fit in one bag, but yeah. um, anything for free or included in that price that you pay to get in. Um, it's gold. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorites is a uh, Grey's Anatomy badge we got. Oh yeah, that one's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I, oh wait, mine's right a here. staffer badge. Basically, you could take a picture like you were a staff on. Oh, that's Grace cool. Anatomy. Oh, so that's you, so sick. It's like you take a picture, you have a staff and like your name and then, yeah, straight up. It was easier yeah. and faster to get this badge than your blue badge when you work at Disney. And they gave <laughs> you that. they gave you it's a free so holder. And at, at Disney, yep. if you work there, by the way, you have to pay $6 to get a plastic holder for your badge for working at Disney y'all so it's true they gave this freebie to us and we don't work for the network they had them in buckets and I yeah. really wanted to take a handful I told I you to I know I didn't because again I'm a goody two-shoes but I really wanted to grab a few <laughs> yeah I yeah. want to see Kira like break the well maybe because she's break the rule but in, like a really like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> really go for it i yeah. want to see okay next i'll go with you guys because those activations sound really cool yeah i think you should just go for one day like i don't think you have to be okay. hardcore like me well i think i was a little more hardcore this year than kira was with panels and stuff i was pretty tired i'll be with you kira <laughs> yeah yeah no definitely come okay um, okay you guys got me I'll but go i also you think you would really time. like the concerts like i think my favorite ones are yeah. the concerts oh, and the, cool. the voice panel for sure and yeah. I feel like those are a lot easier because for that Princess Broadway one, there was not that many people in that line for us, at least. Mm -hmm. So I think you could easily come into those. How was the line getting in? Because I remember oh, when I went gosh. in 2011, thank God I had a press pass and they just let me walk in. It, that's, what, that's what really scared me and deterred me. Uh, Friday, I think was, yeah, the first day the the floor opens at nine i got to um the convention center around 8 30 okay um i did not get in until 9 45 um so if you had a panel at 10 you would have to literally book it once you got uh -huh. through but i think it was the first day and i think well what also drove all of us crazy was that basically at the beginning of the day they kind of let people go in sections so that it doesn't bum rush everybody in, which okay. makes sense completely, but it didn't help also that they were just trying to get promo footage. So like anytime a section went on, they're like, all right, everybody cheer. But it's just like one, it was super hot and humid Two, mm -hmm. get us in there. I'm like, I don't want to cheer. The only cheering I want to do is when I'm inside an AC. So people were getting really frustrated with that. The line was wrapped basically from where normally the Hilton, I think that's what it was like that roundabout. That's where the security line starts. And then it wrapped basically towards, uh, what's that road? Is that Catella? Sure. Yeah. Or basically like convention way, whatever. It goes down yeah. that street onto the main road and was wrapped around. So it took me about an hour and a half just to get in <gasps> to the freaking convention center on Friday morning, at least. And my panel was at 10. So I got at 945 and ran to Hall E. Oh gosh. Um, but I mean, other than that, like Saturday and Sunday if you got there basically at nine or a little after nine when the lines already kind of made its way you mm -hmm. walk in I I only waited maybe five ten minutes oh, okay yeah yeah I just think I it was like the initial first day everybody's like let's get in blah blah like everybody okay. like let's all get early and we can walk in by nine o'clock and I can guarantee you will not walk in by nine o'clock yeah I 
I can tell you, I, on both Saturday and Sunday, I got there after opening and I just walked in <laughs> like, oh, so yeah. don't go on Friday, go after opening. Yeah, just okay. go after yeah. it's after the show floor has opened and you know if you're not like a super a person that's super into panels then it's not you don't you're really you have no rush to get in that day and for anything yeah. people are really bum rushing to get in one because they wanted to do this shopping i think mm. that's what it, it honestly was just scalpers one they wanted yeah. to get to the trading car booth to get everything they wanted to go to the third level for like the mickey glendale like basically there's uh, two uh-huh. two floors where you could do shopping for exclusives People were just bum rushing those and you could do standby lane, but there's also a virtual queue. I got in one day, I, sh- I looked around, it's just, there was cute stuff, but also things that I just wouldn't want to splurge on. Like sure. the big things were the munchkins, which are super cute. They were just basically the oofoofies, whatever they were before, <laughs> Yeah, it, just in dessert form. People love yeah. those, but they're at the park now. So it just like made no yeah. sense. I mean, there were things I wanted. They had things from like Shanghai, Tokyo, but it's just like, nothing you really wanted there's like mm-hmm. a 400 dollar freaking like vibranium captain america shield but you know it's not real vibranium i'm not gonna pay 400 dollars. right <laughs> <laughs> that is a flight to maui yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah. and actually um today if you're a, a d23 gold member Mm-hmm. they are selling all the stuff that they couldn't sell at expo discount. is online now yeah, yeah. At a discount. I'm, so i'm gonna so, check that out do it <laughs> yeah um yeah. yeah i mean also they did have some disney 100 stuff since we're going into celebrating the 100th anniversary of the walt disney company but you know it none of the merch looks super exciting yet i'm hoping yeah. they come out with some new designs over the next year because i haven't found anything that really screams like oh i need that as a keepsake forever and ever yeah, yeah for sure but, i mean we could keep talking about disney let's be real for another hundred years but our <laughs> our mobile order for mickey shaped shave ice from alani is up so we are gonna dive straight into that because it is hot outside Heat so wave. until next time Did you have to look at your notes for that? (laughs) (laughs) You're just like, we've been been gone for a moment.